Art is too important not to share. Welcome to the Allie and Callie Artcast. Hi, I'm Allie. And I'm Callie. And we're with the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance. Hello. Hello, everybody. We're excited to bring you another art cast. Hello, hello, hello. We hope everyone is doing well. We are doing well. We we're, are doing great. We're and already, the sun is shining. <laughs> yes, it's a great day. <laughs> it's a great day to talk about art and culture. Yes, it is. And music and education. I don't and know. in just a little bit, we are going to talk to David Groth, yes. who is a great guy. All just, I mean, that could be enough said. But I know. He also was instrumental in getting the Sorensen Magnet School for Arts and Humanities yes. going. And I can't wait to meet him um, and talk more about how that all began. And um, I know he's just well-respected in town and mm-hmm. in the area. So, uh Looking forward to that. Yes, Yes. me too. And what else is going on in your world? Oh, let's see. Well, I've got some exciting news. I'm actually going to be performing again. Yay! Yay! It's going to be in June. I will. My friend Chuck Etheridge um, called and asked if I wanted to sing again. I'm like, singing. I'm not sure if I remember how. (laughs) Yeah, it's been so long. (laughs) I'm definitely rusty, but. Um, he asked me and a couple of friends, and we're going to put together a little show, just a bunch of songs that we love to sing, a variety of songs. Um, I believe it's going to be June 19th at the Art Spirit Gallery, and we'll know a little bit more about that, um, in the future, about Mm -hmm. what time, and if there's a cost, and I, you know, I know nothing. I don't even know what I'm going to sing. Oh, I know I'm going to sing Too Many Mornings with Chuck. It's about oh. a couple in their prime. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be the ingenue. Remember? Oh, I yeah. Know. And now I'm, I'm the couple in the prime years. Oh. Anyway, it'll be fun. And I'm looking forward to singing again. And actually, I actually, yes, I'm going to say actually. I wonder how many times I can say it today. Anyway. Actually. <laughs> actually. actually. I drove uh, up to Kokolala to see my dad. It was his 88th birthday. Happy, 88. Happy, Yay, birthday, happy dad. birthday, dad. And uh, we had a great time. And um, on my way, I sang all the way up there. So that's a 45-minute drive. And it wasn't too bad. I was singing the Marvelous Wonderettes, Ooh. which is another show that I will be doing in August at the Jack Center. Uh, with my friends uh, with Coeur d'Alene Summer Theater. Uh, it's a reboot, but we're doing both acts this time. Last oh, time cool. we only did the first act, and um, the second act has some great songs. Songs like, let me say, Heat Wave, uh, Wedding Bell Blues, good. You Don't Own Me. Yeah. It's My Party. I'll cry if I want to. Cry if I want to. Uh, son of a preacher, pa- preacher man, uh, leader of the pack. Ooh, leader of the pack. <laughs> There's some great songs. That's why they call him the leader of the pack. Yeah. There's some great songs. So check that out. Um, it's great to be singing again. I it's 
it's been a real long time. I'm excited because yeah. I was there for the one you did last time, and I didn't realize that you only did one act. Yeah. So it'll be fun to see. Yeah. So act basically, two. the first act is at the senior prom in 1958, I believe. Uh huh. And then it's supposed to be 10 years later in 1968. Oh, so you're not the ingenue anymore? No, I'm, well, suppose, we're all supposed to be a lot younger, but it's so fun. Uh, mm -hmm. It's a great group of ladies. Jen Kleinkloff is joining us. Nicole um, is getting married and moving to Seattle, and we're going to miss her so much. But uh, we are going to have Amy DeRozzi's back and uh, Heidi Santiago. Uh, Jenny Ramey is our pianist, and we have Sheila as our uh, flautist and uh, saxophone player. And oh, fun! It's going to be great. Awesome. So we're really looking forward to performing together again and singing four-part harmony. Uh, oh, that's going to be! Great. I love it. So, Yay. and and what about you? What what have you been up to? What have I been up to, little well, lady? I'm really excited because my husband is out of town. Oh. And, you know, he, he works for um, Iron Man. Mm -hmm. And last year, he never got to go. And right. I've gotten used to being able to get things done around the house when right. he's gone. And last year, I didn't get to do any of that. <laughs> so um, he left uh, the other morning, and I proceeded to get a some few stuff things done, done around mm -hmm. the house. So that was excite exciting. And I'm planning my garden, which is Good. also my joy. Mm -hmm. And I am like two weeks away from becoming a grandma. I can, grandma countdown. It is on. I can't wait I to meet that little boy. He's going to be awesome. That's great. Yeah. Well, we're looking forward to it. Yeah. So besides, you know, the the whole art scene, that's been my your my focus. Your focus. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds exciting. Yep. And we've got um, some fun things coming up. We're going to be doing uh, Arts Buzz again, mm -hmm. which will be May 7th. Right. And um, for those of you that have never been, we invite you to come to the chamber at 9 o'clock in the morning in the conference room. That's right. And just have a conversation about art mm -hmm. with other artists and performers and arts organizations it's a really it's a really fun way to keep in touch with what's going on. And also let's not forget it's Art Walk on May 14th. On May 14th is Art Walk and that'll be a night nice, that'll be a fun one. It's always a good night out. Yes, it is. It uh, is. It's always fun to and all of our galleries are going to be open now. Yay! In fact, Emerge, which <gasps> we have been waiting oh, right. for for over a year, is going to be doing their grand opening. Oh, night. I cannot wait. I know. I can't wait to see the space. I walked in there the other day, and the workers are in there busily getting things done. So oh, that's exciting. Yeah, that's oh, going to be good. fun. Well, I'm looking forward to that. So an exciting week ahead, or a couple weeks ahead. Yeah. And, um, well, let's get to it. Yeah, let's get to it. Looking to sell or seeking that dream home? Nancy White of Coeur d'Alene Portfolio Real Estate is not your average real estate agent. Known as the real estate queen, Nancy has consistently garnered awards and accolades in sales production, 
education and leadership while continuing to volunteer locally. And she is an avid supporter of our local arts community. Coeur Portfolio Real Estate promises local real estate expertise plus concierge level service. Call Nancy today at 208-818-1126. Hi, we're here with David Grove today, Yay. and before we get started, I have a really funny story that I want to tell you guys. Okay, I want to hear this. So, I've been having back issues, as you well know, because I, I whine and no. complain about it all the time. Back issues hurt. Well, this morning at about, I don't know, probably around 3.30 or 4 this morning, I had a dream that I was going to have back surgery. Uh-oh. And Kristen was my nurse. <laughs> And I go in to where I'm supposed to have the surgery, and Kristen is late, so I have to set the surgery room up by myself. Oh. And then um, the doctor comes in, and guess who the doctor is? Is it David? David! <laughs> Does he come in juggling? Yeah. <laughs> You're in trouble. It's the You're weirdest thing. Yeah. It's like sometimes I wonder where my mind goes. I want to like yeah. I obviously was. Was he yes. juggling scalpels? And, <laughs> that would be great. Wow. But it was just, anyway, fun. I know. So we're excited to have you here, David. Uh, I'm excited to be here. Thank you Yay. very much. Um, I, we would love it if you just told us a little bit about yourself before we start asking you a bunch of funny questions. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, a little bit about myself. Well, let's see. Uh, I moved to... Um, I grew up in the Midwest. I grew up in Wisconsin and um, went to college in Minnesota at St. Olaf College and um, moved here in 1982. Um, I, and um, I met a woman. My wife was from, uh, I met her in Washington State, but she was from Hayden Lake and we ended up mm -hmm. uh, moving here. And um, I'm glad I did. Yeah. 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 I'm very glad I did. Love, have you been here ever it. since? Because I've seen that you have lived all over the country. Well, uh, yeah. Since since I moved here, um, I, I moved, we moved to Spokane for a short time, a year and a half in there when, where I was working. Uh, I actually worked in, in, in Spokane schools, in Mead schools for mm -hmm. seven years. But I... Um, lived there a year and a half and commuted the rest of the time mm -hmm. and then um, I was excited to get back to Coeur d'Alene I was kind of in the middle of my career and I decided you know I really this is really where I want to be yeah yeah good choice yeah yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. so yeah here I am lived here uh, since then love living in Coeur d'Alene and uh, with all it has to offer yeah and, good yeah, so your background's in education. Yes, yes. And in uh, fact, you got an MA from the University of Idaho in yes. elementary education. Is that right? In uh, elementary administration, and oh. I was a I was a principal for ten years. So taught, and then I was a principal. I was a principal in Sandpoint, and for two years, and then I came back to Coeur d'Alene. I was principal at Hayden Lake Elementary mm -hmm. for four years, mm -hmm. and then I went to Mead, and I was a principal there for um, four years. And um, I mean, fact, during that time, right when I got over there, my wife got breast cancer, and she died seventeen months later, mm -hmm. and um, I just decided. 
I needed to slow down. I had two kids who were 10 and five. Mm -hmm. So I went back to the classroom yeah. and, um, and came and um, worked in Mead for three years as a teacher. And then I said, I need to get rid of this commute. <laughs> and I, that's I, a long commute. That is a long commute. Yeah, get rid of this commute. And I, um, I, I love working in Coeur d'Alene. I miss working in Coeur d'Alene. You know, people always talk about people go to Spokane or go to Washington because you make more money. And I did. I made a lot more money. Mm -hmm. And um, but I miss the attitude here. The uh, I found in in Mead there was there was um, if people wanted to make something happen. They had an idea. Then they looked for the funding from the district to support it. And if funding wasn't there, if the district wasn't going to pay for it, and they dropped it. Oh. And, and around here. We make it happen. <laughs> we make it happen. That's right. No one expects that no. you have a good idea and the district's going to come up with money, not because it's a negative attitude toward it, but um, and things, things like the Excel Foundation has made a tremendous amount of those wonderful ideas possible for, right. for 30 years now, 30 years-ish now. But um, I just love the... Um, I was so glad to get back to the attitude here of, um, that's a great idea. Let's make that happen. Let's do it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. That's yeah. cool. All right. So I, um, yeah, lived here. I have, I have two kids. My uh, um, son's married and lives in Ohio, and he has two kids. And my daughter lives is married and lives in Bend, Oregon, and she has an eight-week-old. Oh. So, um, I added two grandkids in the last uh, four months. My son adopted a, a six-year-old that they had had for a foster child, mm -hmm. and then I just my daughter just had this um, eight-week-old as the same eight-week-old. So, anyway, life's good. Congrats! Yeah. I hear yeah. grandparenting is awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be a grandparent here soon myself. Oh, awesome! I'm excited about Countdown that. for yeah. grandbaby. That's right. <laughs> yeah, we're oh, getting wonderful. closer. Yeah. Sweet. Sweet. Did you know that right here in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, we have one of the nation's premier anti-bullying programs for students? Since 2006, Stu Cabe and the Ovation Company has been helping students and educators reach their full potential by following this simple philosophy. Work hard, play fair, be kind. For more information on how to make your school a kinder place, visit www.ovationcompany.com. Yeah. Tell me, how did you started? I want to say it's the birth of Sorensen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tell um, us how that came about. Sure. Um, I worked at Sorensen. My, my favorite part of my whole teaching career was um, my last, my time at Sorensen, which mm -hmm. was the last 17 years of my career, the last 10 of which it was the Sorensen Magnet School of the Arts and Humanities. Mm -hmm. So how did that come about? One day the, um, the district superintendent, Harry Amon, came in and said that he wanted to talk to the staff after school. And um, what he said was, we're, really, we're thinking seriously about closing Sorensen. And so put that in your mind, teachers, of what you want to do and where you're going to go. Mm -hmm. And um, 
and everyone, re teachers responded with, um, I remember we, we walked out of that room that day after that meeting, and um, one of our teachers looked at us and said, this could be the best thing that happened. Like, what? Huh? Really? Yeah. <laughs> and Joe had, at that time, uh, I had, um, was teaching juggling at the school, and we had a lot of interest in juggling. This was, you know, you know so before it's a magnet school of the arts. Mm -hmm. And Joe had started a um, drumming group that was, he was a good musician, and it was, the drumming group was thriving. And then we had um, a marimba group also. So there was just this fledgling arts involvement at the school. And we had, the year before we had gone to the district and talked to them about could we bump this up and really become a magnet school for the arts and they they said well you know go ahead and and play with it more um we're not ready to really jump into that so that, that's where um joe helbling's statement came um this could be the best thing that happened cool. and it was and it was and it was so out of that, then um, there was tremendous, uh, there had been tremendous uh, parent support in the school always. And, and then some, some of the parents rallied right away and said, no, 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 we're not letting, this school is not closing. Mm -hmm. This is not closing. And you know, what was going on at the time was the, um, the downtown houses had become very expensive you know, like mm -hmm. $200,000. <laughs> right? Yeah. Remember right. that? Yeah. yeah. Right. The good old days. The good old days. The good old days. <laughs> when you could buy a house for $200,000. Right. Woo! So um, they were no longer starter homes, so there were fewer and fewer mm -hmm. kids in the downtown area. So the population of Sorensen with the... What, uh, the area that it represented at that time was dwindling, mm -hmm. so that was it. And it was a it was a tired building, and the district was. I understood what they were saying. Maybe mm -hmm. we can operate more efficiently if we close this. Mm -hmm. So, um, but then the parents rallied and said, you know, we don't want this to happen. The teachers didn't want this to happen. And we got put our heads together, had a wonderful group of teachers at the school, and said, what what are, what are we going to do? And Joe really articulated, um, you know, let's let's see if we can really bump this magnet school up and uh, so the issue is the attendance at the school the number of students in the school is dwindling how are we going to get more students let's attract more students by marketing ourselves as a magnet school for the arts and, mm -hmm. and humanities came in and the district responded with we presented it to them and they said um, it ended up with um, after many board meetings and conversations that um, uh, go ahead and you, you can go for it. You're going to need to raise, I think the figure was $75,000 or something. Mm -hmm. Chris, kind of just kind of a number out of the air. Yeah. And by, by July 1st, we need to, you need to have X number of students committed, signed up for the school. Mm. Oh. So it was a little bit of a, um, yeah, yeah. See, if, see if it goes, a little bit of a test. Mm -hmm. And um, so that spring was the, the first auction that the parents did just monstrous amount of work for to deal with this um, money issue. And um, they met the money 
request. Mm -hmm. And um, there was just a tremendous amount of positive energy around this. Mm -hmm. We're going to make this happen and just excitement. That's so exciting. Yeah. And um, it was clear by uh, spring that, uh, and then once uh, applications went out to join the school, it was just, the numbers just it just filled up. Yeah, right away it just filled up. Right. And um, no big marketing campaign or anything. It filled up. Yeah. So th then we were um, all systems go and <laughs> we we worked a lot that summer and. Um, the uh, the State Department does a wonderful program called Art, Arts Arts Powered Schools in mm -hmm. Caldwell, Idaho, mm -hmm. and um, the staff, the teachers, all went to that um, for uh, it was a almost a week in the summer. It was just extremely well done, and we were just hungry to learn, and it was just. Uh, so helpful and so fun, and it was just a great time for us to be together and do lots of lots of planning. And then we, the the school year started, and uh, I remember uh, a complication. Our our principal David Miller, who was a great guy and was really had done a lot of wonderful thinking and planning of this. I he got he got sick. He got really sick. And he was he was not in school for about the first two months. And about six weeks into the school year, and we're all figuring out like every time we turned there was something new to figure out and figure right. was did this really fit with where we were headed and mm -hmm. um well, we kind of looked at ourselves and said whose idea was this <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, but we all hung in there and um the energy kept just kept building and building and we we knew we were on to a, a good thing and it's, yeah. and it's been incredibly successful. it has i mean I will tell you that when uh, my husband and I moved back here, we bought our house in 2002 in Sanders Beach area, uh -huh. and our kids were little back then, and uh, uh, I'm trying to remember when we moved back, because we left for a while, went back to Denver, my mm -hmm. mom was sick, and anyway, sure. long story, sure. but we came back, and... Jackson went to Fernand. We couldn't get into Sorensen. Yeah. All his friends were in Sorensen. Right. And they were juggling and unicycling <laughs> yeah. down the street. And he's like, well, I want to go to Sorensen. <laughs> right. I'm like, we tried. We yeah. couldn't get him in. But I will say, because of his friends that went to Sorensen, mm -hmm. my son is an excellent juggler and oh. unicycler. Is so that right? yeah. Oh, he's awesome. very good and he has yeah. been he's been known to ride the streets of Coeur d'Alene, shirtless, unicycling. <laughs> my, my dad always says he's ready to join the circus yeah. whenever. Oh, whenever. Well, that that makes it. me happy. Yeah, so <laughs> there was a very positive, but yeah. I always, those kids that came out of Sorensen, there's uh, not only just uh, they have so much interest in the arts and yeah. music, and, mm -hmm. and both those kids that I knew that were just on my block, are great musicians and mm -hmm. also excellent students mm -hmm. and have gone on to uh, well they've graduated high school and right. they've gone into college and they've they've done really well nice so yeah. um that's that's something to be said yeah, because absolutely. the base of Sorensen yeah. because of the arts and humanity they had such a wide range of learning not just the mm -hmm. you know reading writing arithmetic they had 
the arts and the culture. And right. I, I'm just so glad that you guys had the had a brilliant idea and made it happen. Yeah. <laughs> and look at the positive effects. And it's I think Sorensen's doing really well. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Definitely. So. It's like everywhere. It's been Sorensen had lost a lot this year with they had. Oh, the, I'm sure. It is mm-hmm. most of the arts presence in the school had to be. Yeah. Shut down. Yeah. Which is so, hard. Yeah. Yeah. Arts Other bonus whole, programs, yeah. Can you, um, yeah. can you give us like a little overview of what a magnet school is? Because I think people sure. are confused about that. Yeah. I will. Let me say two other things, short things I was just thinking of. Yes, that, of course. You know, when we we went to that arts-powered school workshop that year, and I, there was a woman there from, from the Kennedy Center in... Uh, and she, her position at the Kennedy Center was to travel the United States uh, working with magnet schools for, for the arts. Mm-hmm. And I asked her, I said, what is, what, what's, what are the criteria of the successful schools? And right away, her number one was they're, they're not elitist. And she said, and then she went on to explain they don't have an auditions to get into the school. Mm-hmm. And I thought, mm-hmm. we just stumbled upon that where there is no, uh, there's not an application to get in the school to prove that you have certain amount of skills and everything. It's about come in, welcome. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to work with you to help you grow as much as we can, you know? Oh, and, I love that. Yeah. And it, she thought, she said that the elitist schools, they, they just end up, um, well, they create a lot of problems for themselves. And, mm-hmm. and uh, so we, we really uh, lucked onto that. And I forgot the other thing I was going to say, but maybe <laughs> it'll come up. But yeah, That's all right. <laughs> everyone's listening is going to be wondering what that was. I wonder, yeah, they're going to be up all night. Yeah, all I know what night. it was. Yeah. That happens to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you said, well, at a magnet school. So a, a magnet school uh, is a s- school that um, identifies itself with a, a more specific mission than a public school. We are here as part of the nation's um, endeavors to educate all of our population, but mm-hmm. we are going to uh, deliver our education with this emphasis. So oh, here we okay. have Ramsey with a science and math emphasis as, right. a, as a magnet school. So if that attracts you, if that interests you, here, here's a place you can go and work on that. And mm-hmm. Sorensen with the arts and humanities uh, oh, focus. Oh, that's so, so simple. That's yeah, great. so simple. And um, and then you and then then you have the. I mean, the magnet implication is we're going to um, attract people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so people come from further distances, not necessarily a neighbor, as opposed to a neighborhood school. Here's our attendance zone, and these are the kids here. Mm-hmm. But, um, oh, that, that's the other thing I was going to say. Oh, oh okay. We're going to get The other thing in connection with not being elitist was that Sorensen maintained an attendance zone. They didn't so that at that time anyone in this area had prior first 
priority to get into the school. Oh, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then whatever open spaces they were, then they were available to the community beyond that. Mm -hmm. And that was an important piece of uh, staying away from that elitist thing, too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You, you live in the neighborhood. Welcome. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you're talking about just, you know, a small radius in the neighborhood. Yes. Yes. And then from there, opening it up into Kootenai County. But it's really Kootenai County that yes. kids, right? Yes. Yeah, right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So you have to fundraise every year right. for this school. Um, other schools don't have to fundraise. So right. what's the what's the premise behind that? All you have to get the seventy five thousand every year. Probably yeah, they, more than that now. Probably yeah, they make more than that now. The, uh -huh. the number. Um, the arts programs at the school, as since the other schools don't have those, except for the other schools do have the core of music and mm -hmm. strings opportuning and a choir. Mm -hmm. right. but, but the programs such as uh, theater, improv, um, <clears throat> you know, juggling, um, marimbas, mm -hmm. African drumming, et cetera, et cetera. Those um, are not offered at all the other schools. And the deal was you, you Sorensen community need to raise the money and pay for those. Okay. What, what does the money go for? Um, instruments, materials, and there are small stipends for the staff who take on mm -hmm. those that most of which those are, those are taught um, before and after school. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One other little side story that when we um, made that decision to become a magnet school for the arts and humanities, we said, you know, we're still responsible for the same curriculum. And our plan is to deliver that curriculum with by integrating arts into it. But there's no way we're going to do it all in the same amount of time and add on these performance teams to this. So we said we need to, we asked for permission to lengthen the school day. And we lengthened the school day by 45 minutes a day, which doesn't- And I bet no kid complained about that at that school. Not at all, no, not. not at all, no. And, um, you know, 45 minutes a day doesn't sound like that much. But then, and we didn't even we didn't even do the numbers at the time. That's 19 more days of school. Wow. 45 minutes a day for 180 days, days is 19 days more school. Oh, my so, goodness. Yeah, it's a lot. Wow, it's a that lot. is a lot. And that was a, and sorts has hung on to that ever since, never mm -hmm. tried to rescind we, that. Yeah. That's part of the right. deal. And there were even times when there was discussion of, from the district level, doing it and we said no you know I don't want it. It's working. It's wow. working. It's working. Why yeah. change it? Well, and if it's working, mm -hmm. that's awesome. Yeah. 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 How many students are in Sorensen? When I was last there five years ago there were 375. It's probably right about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good number. So the classrooms are relatively small. No, they aren't. No, they aren't. No, they're, they're the same. So yeah, like the same. Fifth grades are thirty-two kids, and wow. yeah, kindergarten twenty-five, and right. no, they're they're you know all the 
other standards of, of the district apply as far as class size. Right, and, okay. you know, And how much the district supports with as far as uh, a music teacher, an art teacher, a mm -hmm. PE teacher, the same, same criteria for all those. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Great. Yeah. Um, I did get to see the new video that's produced for the fundraiser. Yes. The fundraiser's coming up, is that correct? Yes, and um, I, I, I don't, I'm not clear on the exact details of the virtual fundraiser, how, how it is all working, but mm -hmm. but yes, but the, the auction has gone on every year since that first wonderful year, and um, so now virtual auction this year. Um, we'll put that on the website. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Be, we'll uh, make sure that great. we have that. Yeah, yeah. and put a Post link to it and a link. And so everyone, maybe we could do a link to the actual video too. Oh, which that would be, would be really great. Cool. That would be awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. And David I, gets to narrate it. I, I got to narrate it, and that was, I was so honored to get to do that. It's and the video is just beautifully done. It really yeah. is because yeah. it's. It's told from the eyes of the kids yes. in the school, and yeah. I thought that idea was brilliant. Yes. Sweet. Very much. Mm -hmm. So that's coming up. And all those years since then, uh, since the first year, there's there has been an auction. And the auction became, I mean, it was a monstrously successful fundraiser, but just a tremendous social event for the for the Sorensen community and, and building relationships. It was such a such a good thing. Flair to your special events with Scraps Barbecue, a great catering choice for your next gathering. Specializing in golf tournaments, sporting events, and more, their commercial kitchen can be on site, or you can choose to have a fully catered meal delivered right to you. Known for their authentic Santa Maria style tri-tip and tequila lime fish tacos, they can customize the menu to meet your needs for groups of 20 to 2,500. Contact Kevin at kevin at scrapsbarbecue.com or check them out on Facebook. Perspective that our situation that was different at Sorensen, we would um, go to Capone's a lot and there would be a lot of our families, our students and their families would be there. And, um, you know, sometimes I would tell this to some of my friends, you know, that, oh, I would be there, friends from out of town, and, you know, oh, there's one of my students over there. Seriously, you're okay with, you know, being the students in you in this bar? Well, this, this is the school bar. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right. We had, and it was, was fun, which evolved into, with some of my friends, uh, I, I would, have, some of my students, we would actually do parent-teacher conferences, meet at Capone, <laughs> take, take the report card and the conferences that's and all great. their materials and, oh, and do that. So there was. Was there. That I was know. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I'll have a parents conference <laughs> with you at Capone's. I bet more parents <laughs> would show up. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but all that just to say about the um, the relationship that there was between the, the students and the staff and the parents and mm -hmm. or the parent uh, that this wonderful uh, healthy relationship Good working together. Yeah, 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 that's great. That's real healthy. Awesome. Uh, being real people, you know, mm -hmm. and, and working the best for the kids. Yeah. So I hear you won the Governor's Awards. I did. Yeah. 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 What's that like? That's exciting. <laughs> well, what 
you have to have is you have to have a really skilled writer to nominate you. <laughs> yeah. uh, my uh, favorite teaching partner of all time, Katie Palmer, who teaches fifth grade at Sorensen, and she yeah. she nominated me for for that. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, and that was um, that was quite a thrill. I hit. And um, once you once you're nominated for it, so my I was nominated in the category of arts and education. Mm-hmm. And um, Katie, once you're nominated, you stay in the pool for two years. Mm-hmm. So oh. she nominated me the year I retired, and then. I was had been out of school for a year, and um, I got a. I was up at Priest Lake, and I got a phone call from from uh, the governor's office saying uh, I was on the beach up at Priest Lake. And congratulations! You won. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, it meant the world to me. Yeah, it's um, great. It was, and then like with those. Um, Awards like like that, you know, there are so, so many people out there that you know deserving, and then someone gets, for some reasons, get get selected. But um, it was it was extremely well done, and I I just felt in the collection of people who were there represented, doing amazing things in the state for the arts, mm-hmm. and um, it and and the fact that the the state. Um, put in this energy to make it a high quality thing mm-hmm. just was um, very exciting to, to go bravo Idaho good for you for Yay. That. yes well yes well, well, done. well done to you oh, and well done you. to you thank yes, you that was very kind and thank you Katie Palmer she's yeah. <laughs> and well done to you yeah. an excellent writer Katie is, Katie is someone that you should be talking to too oh okay yes all right yes we love getting names <laughs> that's right on the list yeah. <laughs> well I'd like to hear um, some stories I'm sure you have about the positive effects mm. of the arts yeah. um, in growing young minds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, boy. I, um, you know, what you mentioned uh, about kids wanting to come to school, um, I saw that and I, and I, I try to be careful of not, um, you know, overstating it, but um, those kids just they just loved coming to school and they go why would why would you not so what did you, what are you doing in school today well we we have we have juggling before school in the morning and you know and they loved their art class and and we read good books and um their friends were there and it's like you know this is pretty cool you know so they did they they really in, enjoyed school and that i mean that's um think of how much you have accomplished by starting at that place they want to be here you oh, know i know that's yeah. huge huge just yeah. just huge um so so that, that was that was a wonderful thing and not, not that i was just thinking of it was um the um the confidence the kids at school because of the performance teams um they with theater juggling musical you know choir um marimbas african drumming they those kids a lot of those kids performed a lot Mm -hmm. i mean and i would take the um the juggling group that i had one of the years toward the end there we had 90 kids in it and we perform it a halftime of like gonzaga basketball game and Mm -hmm. i remember saying to 
the kids, you know, before we're going over that day, are are you nervous? And some of the kids are like, no. Why? I mean, we do this all the time. Should we be? Yeah. <laughs> and there are a lot of kids that just they had such confidence from um, performing. And, you know, so often... Um, more common would be in elementary school. You did a few book reports in front of the class, and right. <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty minimal. Or some cool choir performances or something like that. But as far as more um, rehearsed group performances, there was just a tremendous amount. That I, the confidence I saw built in the kids was um, was really wonderful to see. Wow, yeah. another huge check mark. There. Yeah, huge huge check. Mark. Yeah. Um, that was that was so f fun to see what um, that the, how much they enjoyed the performance and it was um, the the kids were prepared to perform when they did so they were successful mm -hmm. and then that just made it you know kept it going right yeah I know a lot of those performing kids, a lot of the actors, the younger actors I know, they all went to Sorensen. Oh, right. And they're just super, uber talented. Yeah. And they're just, yeah, they're not afraid. They're, yeah, they, Which is really cool. they've got confidence mm -hmm. and they've got, well, they've got experience at an mm -hmm. early age, mm -hmm. which... Mm -hmm. You know, mm. how many people can sing Which that? in the performing world is hard to come by sometimes. Yes, and, mm. it, and even in a smaller town, we don't have that many opportunities. So to have that, at, even at Sorensen or at any elementary or any school, to have performance opportunities outside of school is great. Yes. So, yes. good. Yeah. Another positive. Is it going to be fun in the next year when we see the arts come alive again in oh, town? It, yeah. it will be exciting. <laughs> Well, they're they're making they're slowly coming back. Slowly, we're yeah. a few things here, yeah. and there, here and there. Right? Yeah, it's going to be exciting right. to see. It's going to be real exciting. Yeah, we're ready. Yeah. Well, I'm, I I got to know David because he serves with me on the arts commission, and uh, uh, can you? Allie's tell a key player in the I, arts commission. I hear that. Key player. Oh, yes. <laughs> I don't think so. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Um, yeah. Why don't you tell us some of the projects that you've been working on? Because I know some of them are really fun. With the Arts Commission? Yes. Oh, um, well, I spearheaded one that um, a woman came. I can't remember who came to the Arts Commission with the idea, but it was to... I remember the day she came, but I, yeah, can't, remember I can't remember who that is either. But what a fun idea. She brought in the idea of, of doing artwork around the storm drains, and it was a combination of environmental messages and uh, and art and the commission um, and her the idea was to um, rally artists in the community mm -hmm. to do this and on the arts commission um, uh, they were immediately excited about the idea mm -hmm. and um, and then uh, in the process it evolved to let's see what schools we can get to take storm drains near them and mm -hmm. and then um, and I like that the Arts Commission committed $500 per um, project, which to an elementary school, take a group of kids and say, you're going to paint this storm drain. You're going to have a blast designing, painting this storm drain. And then the art de department is going to get $500 is mind boggling to yeah. them. So I think it's really fun to, um, it That's was fun great. that we committed that amount of money to it. 
And then uh, it's still going on. We had COVID with, and um, understandably, some of the teachers, it just wasn't feasible to do, right. it, do it in then. So, but um, more is going to be finished this, this spring. Two more schools are going to. Uh, so is the drain, it. that's just for schools? No, no, but no. Wouldn't it, that be great if it was? I think yeah. that's kind of cool. Yeah, but we there don't are have that there are schools. several downtown that are finished. Oh, okay. That are one one by the library. One. Um, I get it right downtown court, um, on Sherman. Oh, Sherman and yeah. Second, I think. Sherman and Second. There's one, and then there's there's one <laughs> right across. Um, walk over it all the time. I do. Kind of across I from do. Bakery by the Lake. There's there's one right there. But it was oh, neat, it was neat town. Katie Palmer's husband Randy did one, <laughs> and. And uh, yeah, he's a, he's artist. He did a cool one, but um, yeah, that was that was that was one of was one of the fun project, things. Project because the whole intention was to bring attention to educating the mm -hmm. education of our community about where that water goes, goes. that it mm -hmm. actually goes into the lake. So you right. know, it's like watch what you're putting in the water here because mm -hmm. this ends up in that beautiful lake. Oh yeah, right. wow. And and it was a it ended up it was a collaborative project with the city of Coeur d'Alene, um, the Kootenai Environmental Alliance, um, and the Arts Commission. So it was a it was a neat thing. That's and nice. the, the water department of the city of Coeur d'Alene, they were just awesome. That's on great. Working on this, yeah. Hmm. That's that was a fun thing. Yeah. Was Arts Commission does wonderful things in it our does. community. Wonderful things in our community. We yeah. spoke with uh, Jen about the uh, HB311. HB yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Have we heard anything on that one? Where um, we are? <laughs> I, uh, I, I looked today and I didn't even check where it was. It just said, it's I don't think there. it's it's still sitting no, there. No, no decisions. Yeah. On. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe so there's still time to go write your yes your uh, representatives mm -hmm. and say this is just a little reminder right. of what it is. If you anything over twenty five thousand yes. dollars that they want to put. Uh, out to public vote mm -hmm. so it would go in the election every two years and it would basically stifle the arts commissions statewide yes and um basically eliminate our public arts program mm -hmm. so check that out yeah, yeah house Please. bill 311 yeah i thought um it was yes it was to to stifle uh, public art and you know that it's of course they sell it like it's just democracy we give everyone a, a vote well you can't democracy is not <laughs> meant to be that we vote on all these little decisions we elect people and appoint people to make decisions and the other piece that's left out of this thing is that um, people have an, any um, type of arts significant arts installation in town there is advertised many opportunities for input Right. On, that, on that project but you have to do the work exactly right community member you know member of our democracy you have to do some work mm -hmm. to get out there pay attention and say i care enough and i want to do this and right. it's always there right but this is um, yeah anyway not a good idea no hb 311 so please thumbs down thumbs down right yeah. here legislator yes. and yeah. uh, let them know how you feel right and it, and it's also has this crazy idea that 
then if everyone gets to vote on it, then everyone will be Happy. happier they with won't. the art. Which is no. silly. That's silly. <laughs> silly. <laughs> never, silly. Right. silly. You'll never find one piece of art that everyone's going to like. No. No, no, never. No, wouldn't that be but sad? But that's why it's so great to have such a beautiful variety. Yeah. Hey. People ask me all the time, why don't you yeah. always hire local artists? Mm -hmm. And I do think that hiring local artists is a good idea, but for some projects, you want to hire outside of the area because mm -hmm. you want a different perspective mm -hmm. and you don't want all the artwork, artwork in town to look exactly like it all came from the same place. No, it's, no. It's got to represent a broad Diversity. spectrum. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Uh, expression. We, yeah, we need podcasts where people are talking about art. There yeah, we go. do. Hey, hey, what a great idea. Let's start an <laughs> art cast. Allie, let's do it. <laughs> I think that's a great, great idea. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> Smart. <laughs> so you're retired now. How's that going? How's retirement? Um, when, when, no problem. Like? <laughs> do you love it? No. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Um, Good. Yeah, I get to, I have lots of interests and... Um, Are you still juggling? Um, a little bit. You know, I honestly, um, it, it's part of my uh, anti-aging, not, not, <laughs> not anti-aging, no, but aging, uh, you have to bend over and pick things up. Oh, and yeah. It's, it's, it's fine motor control, and yeah, it's, it's good for me. Yeah, a, good. A, a fraction of what I did at one point. Oh, maybe that's where the sur you as the surgeon comes in. <laughs> You're going to teach me how to juggle, and that's going to fix my back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I juggle a little bit. I've traveled. I see my kids oh, in, yeah. in Ohio and Oregon, and um, I... Um, I have fun every day. I swim regularly Good. three times a week with the master's group. And mm -hmm. I, um, uh, last year, um, a college friend and I bought an epic ski pass. And we spent a month um, traveling around Utah, Colorado, and Wyoming. Oh, I'm so skiing. jealous. <laughs> oh, is that like a, buying a, a, a pass where it gets you into all the different yeah, ski places? Where did you, oh, okay, cool okay. Is that? Yeah. Where'd you go? <laughs> yeah. Did you go to Jackson Hole? Yes. Did you ski Jackson Hole? Or yeah. did you go Tetons? Where'd you go? Grand Targhee? Where'd you go? Where'd we you went. go? <laughs> I grew we, up in Jackson Hole in you, Colorado. You grew up in yeah, Hall? I grew okay. up in Jackson Hole in Denver. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. We, we skied, we skied My first ski, I was eight yeah. years old. My mm -hmm. dad was a ski patrolman. Mm -hmm. That was his midlife crisis. Yeah. And we owned a restaurant, the Rodeo Restaurant in yeah. Jackson Hole. In Jackson. Yeah. yeah. So we lived there for six years. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah. But I learned how to ski when I was yeah. in second grade. How old are you in second grade? I'm six, seven. 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 Eight. seven two, I was yeah. seven. Yeah. And, that's, wow. and I learned yeah. how to ski on, Jackson. on um, snow yeah. king. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Anyway, sorry. Thank yeah. You. No. <laughs> I get excited. Yeah. <laughs> a, a, just a little. I was like, where, where, where did <laughs> you yeah. go? Yeah. And then, so, and then we're in Colorado. Well, we skied, we skied. We met in Sun Valley. We skied Sun Valley. Okay. We went to Salt Lake City and skied um, Canyonlands and Park City. Nice. And then we went to Colorado and we we skied Vail, Beaver Creek, Breckenridge, um, and Keystone. Love. Yeah. And then we went to Jackson. No. Yeah. So, Next time was, you do that, go yeah. to Carbondale and ski snowmass because that's where my son works. And uh, snowmass is awesome. Yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> so those mountains were because that they were on the pass. Yeah. That particular. Oh, how fun. Yeah, yeah, it was really fun. I Maybe when I was there, I could do that. Yeah. Last time I went skiing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh my God. Yeah. So That's probably not good. Yeah. Not good. Yeah. Yeah. You hang yeah. out in the lodge. <laughs> I do <laughs> hang out in the lodge. In fact, I did. There you go. I hung out in the lodge, and the guy, the guy, the ski guy that came and picked me up off the slope, he brought the little the sled. Right. Yeah. The ski guy. That ski guy. That ski yeah. guy. He brings the sled. I thought, I'm not getting in that. I got on the back of the the, the, yeah. the thingy with the him. Snow pile. The snow No, the, the, what do they call it? The, the snow can. You know, skidoo thingy. Oh. And um, <laughs> he takes me down to the lodge. We're at Schweitzer. Uh-huh. He takes me down to the lodge. He says, should I take you to first egg? And I said, no, take me to the bar. <laughs> first things first. And I stayed there for the rest of the day. Yeah. And, like, then and, my, and my knee was about this oh. wide. Oh yeah, yeah. That sounds awesome. I yeah. love this idea. No, I've, okay. I've enjoyed. Um, That's a great having answer. time to uh, to read and and, and I'm I'm also uh, I've been involved with the uh, North Idaho Centennial Trail on the board of that. And oh, that's great. Yeah, something I believe in, and um, so that's been. Boy, Tabitha's office is right next to mine. Yes, so with Tabitha and mm-hmm. um, people doing good work on that, and the amazing Doug Eastwood, who we have to thank for having that trail. It's now yes. 30, 31 years old. And Isn't that amazing? Incredible thing. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Then uh, the first year I retired, I rode my bicycle from here to San Diego. That was how I. Oh my gosh! Yeah, wow. kinda, um, my friend Steve that I skied with, he said, "You know, if we're going to do anything physical, we should do it now." <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> That's and, smart. And he said, "Yeah." So you know, I, I rode. These are tips. Yeah, tips, right. tips to remember. Do it now. And then right. Just do yeah. it. Tips to slow okay, yeah. this is our new motto. Just do it. Just now. Just do it <laughs> now. Before it's too late. Yeah. <laughs> How do we end the show? Just do it now. Right? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, whatever you do today, make it creative. Now. now. <laughs> That's how we'll end it today. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, this has been so this great. Been great. No, thank we you for it. It's really fun to talk to you. Thank you I for. Know. Yeah, it's fun for me to relive uh, these great memories. Right. Yeah, great, great experiences. This, well, my, you, my favorite well, place. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I have tremendous respect for the school. I live, I live right for Sorensen and what they're doing for kids, and mm-hmm. and I, I live right across the school now. I didn't at the time when I was working there, mm-hmm. but God, I, I, I get up in the morning, I look over there, and the teachers' cars are there, and it's six o'clock at night, and I go, they're still there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they do that. Yeah. They're the unsung yeah. heroes. Yeah. Right. They and you know what? After this year, when parents have been, you know, maybe semi-teaching at home, mm-hmm. and, uh-huh. and then the teachers are teaching online, mm-hmm. I just want to give a shout-out to oh, the teachers. Absolutely. Because that, that has, you Give know, them all raisins. Oh, <laughs> I just, I feel like no one knows what they, until, maybe they have a 
better idea of what they have to do every, every day. day. Yeah. And uh, we need to appreciate our teachers more. I agree. I almost choke Amen. up. I think about it. I'm just, Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, all those little adjustments, little adjustments of, um, oh, okay, they're, they're in school four days a week. Now, next week, they're going to start going five weeks. Uh, those, yeah. are, those are big. Yeah. Those are big. We're going to go right. three days, then we're going to go. Yeah. Now, now we're home. home. Now we're now not home. home. Now we're, that's yeah. a lot. A lot yeah. of yeah. Is quality fresh roasted coffee a vital part of your morning ritual? Do you own a burr grinder? Is pour over your preferred brew method? If you've answered yes to these questions, then I'd like to introduce you to North Idaho's newest specialty coffee roaster, Tubbs Coffee Roasters. Founded on simple pleasures but defined by a complex process, Tubbs Coffee Roasters is a unique addition to the local coffee scene offering crafted house blends and single origin whole bean coffees of exotic varietals and unique processing methods. We invite you to visit our website, tubbscoffeeroasters.com, for our latest roast selections, current and relevant operational information, and links to our social media. Tubbs Coffee Roasters, globally sourced, locally roasted. Yeah. Well, we really appreciate you coming in and being oh, here at Art House. Yes, yeah. thank you so much. Yeah, Maybe pleasure. I'll see you on the slope someday. Uh, sounds good. Right. Sounds good. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank and I love so. what you're doing with this. Oh, it's really thanks. awesome. Well, we are having a blast. We love it. <laughs> this is my favorite job right yeah. now. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, sure. so uh, next, next week we have a special treat. We're going to be doing a live audience so That's it'll right. still be a recorded podcast but, but it's a live audience at the Greenbrier with uh, photographer Adam Schluter yes uh, so that should be a lot of they're fun they're very excited and, and, and the rub and, and then of course we're staying for the rub yeah because yeah. they'll be playing later yeah. you know because yeah. yeah. that'll be fun I know we're opening for the rub we're opening, we're for, opening the for the rub yeah <laughs> we're the opener <laughs> we're that big we're that big right now yeah. our heads are huge Right That's now. Right. Yeah. So, anyway, um, um, so who are you? Uh, well, I'm Callie. And I'm Allie. And whatever you do today, make, make sure it. it's creative now. <laughs> <laughs> the Allie and Callie Artcast is brought to you by the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance and sponsored by The Ovation Company, Scraps Barbecue, Tubbs Coffee Roasters, and Coeur d'Alene Portfolio Real Estate. With a special thanks to Cascade Creative Studios.